1: Today we have a subject that I've never ever talked about before on air. I talk about it a lot with people because it's it's in the current conversation, but I never I don't think I've ever covered this topic or if I did only tangentially. So I want to talk to you about this because I think whether you think about this like consciously or whether you don't give it much thought but somewhere it's in your consciousness there's the question of how do we clean sexual energy? Like how do we clean our own and how do we clean out sexual energy that we've stored from having multiple sexual partners, from being with more than one person? How do we clean our sexual energy so that we're clean, 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 or clear, clear, clear for whenever is coming up in our lives? And today that's what we're going to talk about. So. Let me introduce to you my guest. My guest today is Kara Leary, and she is a mentor. She's a spiritual mentor. She's a certified intuitive guide and an international speaker and facilitator who helps people live in fierce alignment with their soul's calling. She was named one of the Awakened Women magazines 100 Femmes to Watch in 2018, and it has been featured in publications such as Elephant Journal and Thought Catalog. So, Chiara, welcome to Sex and Happiness. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yeah, it's great to have you. And I love that you were named um, one, one, 100, you were in the 100 Femmes to Watch. What does that mean? Like 2018 is only half over. So what? Are, how are we watching you? <laughs> well, actually, it's
2: funny because I felt like in the first half, all you would have watched was me doing a lot of crying and a lot of cleaning out my own stuff. So I really appreciated the honor, but it, it felt a little um, uh, <laughs> unrealistic. And then in the second half, I can see where um, there's so much that's coming through me from having kind of died and cleaned out so much (laughs) um, in the last couple of years that there's actually like a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of like messages and content coming through me in the second half. So I'm sharing a lot and hopefully um, it's kind of kind of stuff that people
1: want to be watching and hearing about. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, you know, based on that, what you said about the first half, I think the first half of your year has caught up to me because I'm sitting in Phoenix, Arizona, and the skies have opened up, and they're cleansing the entire desert right now. Um, and <laughs> half a tree fell in my pool and whatever, just right now in the last five minutes. I'm. It's so rainy and so stormy here. It feels like everything is cleansing. So we must be right on target for our, for our topic today. <laughs> So a little bit just based on um on before we actually get to the topic, how did you come to be who you are? you know were you always did you always have a gift, or was it something you woke up one day and realized or what how like what led you to this? Oh that's actually really
2: ironic because I feel like I always had this intuitive knowing um but I actually kept looking for it like I kept wanting to find more um intuitive technologies and modalities to be able to um, know and be guided by and trust my intuition and then when I stopped looking for it and started instead to accept myself and to allow myself to feel deeply and to trust what I was already feeling and clean out what was like um, reactivity and emotional triggers that weren't actually true I ended up realizing that I was really powerful intuitively, but it was only when I stopped looking for it and started backing up what I was already feeling that I found it.
1: Wow. That's interesting. So something to be said about efforting versus not efforting, like allowing yourself to be in the flow. Yeah.
2: And I feel too. Um, to be said about trusting what you feel. Like I believe that all of us are actually this intuitive. um, Every one of us is connected to everyone else and can feel what's happening in a room energetically and all of those sorts of things. But we are so seduced by the level of form. Um, From a very young age, we feel people's sadness or anger around us, but then they put on another face and we're seduced by what it looks like instead of what it feels like. like in our body and so we're actually like tricked out of our intuition from a very young age
1: well it's very interesting that you say that that's um tricked out of our intuition yes well we're you know we're being bombarded where did you grow up by the way in australia i thought so okay so australia's very civilized, <laughs> very, you know, not that different from the US. Like, we're bombarded by marketing, mm-hmm. sales, uh, hype, television, all the things that want to sell us things and, um, and have us behave and be conditioned and be good citizens. And so, I mean, it's a little less in Australia than it is in the US, I have to say. I can't totally compare the Australia, but still, you're right. Like we get taken out of our natural state very early, and mm-hmm. many people never return, never return to finding their body, becoming embodied.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, and even our parents who love us so much want to hide their feelings from us often as a form of protection um, or even like who who watch us cry and say like, don't cry, it's okay, or like hide their own tears or hide their own anger. And so all of these feelings that are actually natural, there's like a disconnect from those feelings and what is shown in the world. So then a disconnect from what is shown in the world and what we're feeling inside and being able to use our feelings as a natural intuitive guide to like navigate the world.
1: Yeah. Very, very well said. Very well said. So did you, I just have to ask this because I'm so curious. Did you have to have a falling out with your parents in order to be who you are? Oh,
2: that's so interesting. Um, Such a beautiful question to be asking me right in this moment. Um, Because I kind of did in a way. So my father passed away nearly three years ago now. Um, And we weren't very close anyway, but I now have the best relationship I've ever had with him because I can like feel him and talk with him and love him, but I don't have to be so triggered by him. Um, And my mother and I, um, I've always felt like she was one of my best friends and in the last few years, um, yeah, owning my intuition, um, has meant that it's created a bit of separation and disconnect. Mm. Um, and I guess like in, in she's not on this journey of like, you know, questioning herself and, um, and growing and like all of these sorts of like beautiful, expansive things. Um, and so when, I started to realize what real love was like pure love that doesn't have like control and manipulation and guilt and all of these things that are twisted up in it. Um, in our society, I had to like take, like I had to say no to that, that other version of love in order to create the space for this new version of pure love. And so I constantly was saying no to certain things that I would have said yes to in the past. Um, And only just like last week, I think exactly one week ago, I had a conversation with her and made myself really vulnerable and shared that I really still needed a mum. Like I'm 27 and I'm like, you know, a powerful intuitive guide and like totally an adult doing things in the world. And I still need a mum and it's scary and I want her in my life and... um really like I guess like made an opening for real connection and I think because I created this very firm no to all of these unclean things it actually allowed us to have this new emotional connection and um like a deeper connection than ever before so I think as I like grew out of and said no to an old way of relating I created space for a new way and um I feel like I have like my best friend in the whole world back now, which is so beautiful.
1: Good for you. What a great story. What a wonderful thing that you did. It's uh Thank look, you. you always need your mom. You know, we all need our mom. Even my mom has, hasn't been around since 1997. And you know, there are times when I still need her. She's just not, you know, she's not <laughs> uh, embodied <laughs> and available that way. But, you know we always do uh or we need yeah. somebody to mother us from time to time so that was so well said good for mm. you at making that vulnerable connection with her um uh, because she probably can't do it and so that's you you probably had to do it if it was going to happen at all so good <laughs> good Anya, as they say in your country you got it (laughs) thank you thank you you're welcome you are so welcome well let's um move now to um cleaning sexual energy let's talk about first cleaning our own so is there something is there some wisdom that you could share with us what does it even mean to say cleaning Mm -hmm. my own sexual energy Yes, um I can share that
2: one day I was in a mentoring session and I was talking about um, this man and um, how I was seduced by him and how even though he was treating me in a way that wasn't how I felt that I deserved to be treated. I was still so attracted to him Mm -hmm. and my mentor helped me to understand that he'd actually created an energetic hook inside of my body that like that meant that I was still, um, he was still feeding off me and I was still like being cold to him and seduced by him. Um, And when she said it, I could see it and I could feel it inside of my body, which helped to break the spell. But then, um, but then what she shared with me is that the only way that that could get in is that I had some kind of neediness and some kind of hook myself going from my body that was leaving like this open space where someone could get in and going into their body. And it was all of my need for um, validation and for a man to choose me that I had at the time. And that I still sometimes like notice come up in, um, and do my work to clean out. But this like space where when I was walking down the street, once I became aware of it, I noticed that I was energetically hooking into and feeding off all of the men who showed like some kind of desire or appreciation for me as I walked down the street and how long I had actually been feeding off the energy of other people, um, in really unclean, unhealthy, codependent ways, and so that's how I started to bring my awareness to it.
1: Wow, that is very cool. So, so first you realized that he had hooked you. Your this person, your coach, whoever it was. was it? Well, Go oh ahead. yeah, I
2: thought you were saying that my coach hooked me. Yeah, no, no, no. this man hooked me, and my coach helped me see it. Yeah. yeah.
1: I didn't know. I didn't think your coach would be like that. That would be terrible. <laughs> but that, <laughs> I know that that's happened. I, I have known psychotherapists who try to help people break up with the people that they're in toxic relationships with. And then the psychotherapist hits on them. Oh, wow. Yeah. This, I know that that happens. So, um, mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm not going to say that all coaches and therapists are above that, but I wasn't I <laughs> wasn't <laughs> pointing to that. So the <laughs> coach pointed out that the man hooked you, and then uh-huh. you saw how you were hooked by the places inside you that were needy, and then uh-huh. you noticed yourself trying to hook other people as you were walking down the street or whatever you were doing, ordering an ice cream, going for coffee, whatever it was.
2: Yeah, and it was so deeply ingrained in who I was and how I received energy that I cried when I realized and said that I didn't actually know how to feed myself energetically without that program.
1: Wow. That's how deep it was. That's enormous. So you know what, this is a, this is going to be a edge of your chair line because we're going to take a break here. And when we come back, <laughs> we're going to talk about. We're gonna have people sit at the edge of their chair, like they're gonna wonder. People listening are gonna wonder: Do I do that? Am I like that? Could this (laughs) be my relationship? Could this? We're gonna we're gonna take a break here. When we come back, we're actually gonna talk about how you can identify this in yourself and how you can stop it. You know, because it is stoppable. It is repairable. It's not a. it's not a sentence, a life sentence, but it <laughs> is if you don't know. You know, it, it is if if you don't know, then then it probably never goes away. But if you know and you're listening, and you and you feel to do something about it, then it's doable. So that's where we're going to stop right here. So if you just tuned in, you're listening to Sex and Happiness. I'm Laurie Handler's. I am interviewing Kiara Leary today, and. Kiara is very intuitive. Um, I would, you know, I tend to say just from our our talking a little bit is very empathic and, and, and can feel things and distinguish things. And so she's talking about herself, but I say she's talking about you. And so if she is talking about you and the shoe fits, then wear it because we're coming right back and we're going to talk about what to do about this situation so stay tuned we're coming right back did you ever stop to think that love is your birthright that you don't need to earn it or prove it you just need to live it I'm personally inviting you to the path of true love power and freedom if you're ready to enliven your soul through conscious sexuality and dive deeply into profound ritual that frees your heart I'm inviting you to join us for the spiritual, sexual, shamanic experience. This is better known to most of you as the ISTA Level 1 training. I am regularly leading these courses along with a team of accomplished facilitators all around the world. As a matter of fact, these trainings have taken place in 34 countries. For information on when I'm leading, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com. Or for a full schedule, you can go to schooloftemplearts.org. Please consider this invitation seriously because love and freedom are your natural state of being.
3: Are you wondering what book to read to jumpstart your life? Get the best from relationships? Attain the deepest feelings of intimacy? Do you want the best sex along with great happiness? Get your copy of Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy by Lori Handler's right now. You'll learn how to make love in the unknown, take the performance anxiety and reaching a goal out of sex. You'll learn subtle ways of communication and really important practices to empower you when dealing with an intimate partner. You'll let go of blame and struggle. Doesn't this sound great? Sex and happiness puts the innocence back into sex and gives tantra the respect it deserves. Take charge of your life physically, emotionally, and spiritually with Sex and Happiness by Lori Handler's only nineteen ninety nine paperback, and fourteen ninety nine ebook. Order your copy today by going to Butterfly Workshops. Dot com. That's ButterflyWorkshops.com for your copy of Sex and Happiness.
4: If you're a woman who could use a little zest and zing in your arousal response, or maybe you know women or a woman who could use this, because many women say that their feelings of desire, arousal, and sexual satisfaction don't happen as naturally or as often as they'd like. So I want to tell you about Zestra, because Zestra was developed to meet this much-needed option for women. Uh, Zestra safe and a patented blend of botanical oils and extracts and is created to help women have increased sexual sensations. Zestra comes in convenient single-dose personal packets. Each packet keeps the essential arousal oils and extracts free, fresh, and safe from light. And with application of Zestra, it starts to work within three to five minutes. And at about 10 minutes, there's something called the Zestra Rush. And that can last up to about 45 minutes. The great news is that Zestra can be used as frequently as you like during each sexual experience. Now, I'm somebody who believes that all women deserve sexual satisfaction. That's why I do this show, in case you hadn't noticed. So I believe that men and women deserve sexual satisfaction. So if you're a woman who isn't getting that kind of arousal response that you want please call 877-426-8047. That's 877-426-8047. And please remember to say, you heard about Zestra from Laurie Handlers on the Sex and Happiness show.
1: We are back with Sex and Happiness. And again, I'm talking with Kiara Leary today. And we just stopped where we were defining what it's like to kind of suck energy. Somebody who's like a sponge of others' oh, energy, needy, needing that codependence, being fed by the attention of others. And Kara, you know, this is, this is a very common thing for women. I'm not going to say men don't have it, but I mean, I was raised to be like that. I'm not Mm. like that anymore. And I know there was a point in my life where I used to have sex with people just so I could look to see who I was. Like I would see myself in their eyes, but I couldn't see myself clearly without them. Mm. And like, I had to put an end to that. Well, Tantra put an end to that. I stopped, you know, I started being completely self-sufficient and, self embodied and so on in my studies of tandra which has now been i don't know since 1996 but before that point i don't know i don't i you know i don't think anybody pointed it out to me because i seemed really independent but i can tell you that behind closed doors when i looked at myself in the mirror i knew i was needy and codependent and i knew that i hung more things on relating to men in my life, and maybe to uh, to women in my life as well, to my friends, um, more than I probably would have let on. Hmm. So, was it shocking to you when the when the coach pointed it out? <laughs> Every time I had a session with her in that
2: year, I felt like my whole world fell apart. <laughs> and That's what it felt like. Everything I thought I was like was based on, you know, these layers that were not me. And um, I totally resonate with what you're sharing, Laurie, because what I realized is that I had this, you know, past lifetime and like ancestral trauma that created this fear inside of me that if I didn't have a man choosing me, then I didn't deserve to be on the planet that's how deep that trauma went. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had to face some really deep like neediness and um, insecurity and worthlessness um, in order to start to fill that place myself.
1: Wow, that, um, that's very deep. So hmm. you think, so, uh, so it's your experience. I don't want to say you think because – we're talking about being embodied, so I'm not going to make you go into your head, but um, you, it's your experience that this was like past life trauma. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It was, I could see, um, three, like I could feel into three lifetimes where my very survival, And this is not just me. This is women for a very long time that my very survival depended on men finding me sexually desirable.
1: Oh my goodness. See, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I'm not so into past lives these days. (laughs) So I'm trying to like reconcile this with my way of thinking, but it doesn't matter. Like I know that trauma causes these kinds of, and the, and the, and trauma, the gift of trauma, in my opinion, um, is to become empathic or to become, um, clairvoyant or to become, uh, to have so much intuition to me, the most talented people that can actually like the medical intuitives And the people who can read other people, they can read everything about their aura when they walk into a plane or they walk into a room or whatever. Those people usually have major trauma early on in their life. It could be prenatal and have happened in the womb or what you say, it could be past life. Usually the most gifted people have had a trauma because something lets them be somewhat in and somewhat out at the same time. Do you have any take on that? Mm, yeah. It, uh, <laughs> that resonates so much. <laughs> it
2: wasn't until a few years ago that I started to decide, like, I mean, a few years before that, that I started to realize I was s- so intuitive. And then that I realized that I was not in my body and hadn't really decided that this,
1: like this world was even safe for me to Holy be in my God. body. I totally get it. Okay. Listeners up. Listeners, listen up. If you're (laughs) listening to this and you feel this way, like you haven't really even decided whether you're fully embodied or not. um, I'm not going to say you should do something about it, but you are in this life. So if you are that intuitive and you are that talented and gifted, like as a psychic clairvoyant um, medium of any sort, and you have this ability to see and, feel and read other people, chances are you're not fully embodied and you're not uh, gaining the pleasure you could be gaining in this body, in this life. Mm -hmm. You know, that much I know because I've met so many people who have the gift and they're, they're, um, you know, they can use it. So many people make their living like this. You know, I, I know so many great medical intuitives and yet they aren't reaping the benefit when they come to my classes, you know, when they come to Tantra and take uh, my classes at butterfly workshops, then they get like more embodied and they start like dressing differently and they start feeling differently about themselves and stuff. But until such point, a lot of times they, they, you know, they could go without, they're just busy helping others. Mm
2: -hmm. And for me, it was so exhausting and painful not to have fully chosen this life. Like I would have conversations with friends about being excited to go home. I just wanted out of this, (laughs) out of this dimension and I didn't want to feel all of the horrible pain and suffering that I could feel. Um, But once I started to choose it and to willingly and consciously go down into the depths of like some of those negative emotions or perceived negative, I could actually alchemize them into more divine love than ever before once I chose to go in and feel them. And when I was running from it, that was really painful and made me feel like I couldn't wait to be off this planet again.
1: I totally get you. I totally get you. Now I get you from a different perspective, not because I ever wanted to be off the planet. As a matter of fact, I, I'm part of a group of people that don't want to ever leave the planet, and I'm going for that. Um, mm-hmm. The person that introduced us, my darling apprentice friend, Love Sprout, um probably told you that about me I don't know but I you know I'm part of a group of people that never want to go anywhere else um and I don't and I'm working towards that I'm working towards the choice of being able to determine that I could stay for 500 years if I want and I'm really really wow. it. yeah I really am working on that but I know for a lot of people who are very intuitive just like yourself and people that I speak to they're like what it's a, it's enough that I'm in now, you know, <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know how much longer I want to stay. <laughs> <laughs> <I, I, laughs> yeah, my first
2: thought was that if I was needed to serve, I would do it, which is why, like, you know, so many of the intuitive people feel like they came here is to serve. <laughs> serve mm-hmm. and get out. That's what we're here for. <laughs>
1: Yeah, see I feel like I came here to serve and then I discovered how pleasurable it is being here. <laughs> so now I just want to be here. I just want to be here, be here. Be here. I mean I'm just getting warmed up. And I'm 70. So I'm just starting as far as I'm concerned. I'm I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> so so it's interesting. You know, it's really interesting. But I feel that there's, you know, I feel there's a balance and I'm, I'm happy that you found what you found at such a young age that you, how long ago did you, were you with this coach?
2: Mm. Do you know, it was
1: only last year that I did this work to clean myself out sexually. So so now tell a little bit, give us a few tips. So to clean yourself out. And I'm, I'm not going to assume that you're talking about cleaning out other people's energy yet. I'm just talking about your part of the equation, you know, like you're a hundred percent of the responsibility for you. What did you do to clear your energy? So it wouldn't get hooked mm. and it wouldn't hook. And, um, and, um, I, I, I want to just give a definition for a minute of hooking unless you do like the, like. The un- yeah, I'd, I'd love to share what I feel in a hook
2: and how it, lands differently to normal like sexual desire and sexual energy um so to me like healthy sexual energy actually can run and create inclusion with everyone it doesn't create any form of separation it creates like um increased energy and uh, life force, um, mm. whereas unclean sexual energy um, and sexual hooking creates insecurity and need and lack and exclusion. So, if like one person has hooked into another, the other people feel separate from that um, intimacy. And it also creates a split in the body. So where the hook goes in the sexual, like, sacral chakra creates an, um, a split from the base chakra, from, like, your power in your um, lower body. And you kind of end up only in the, like, sexual um, area and, like, above that. So you've lost your power center. You've lost, like, your anger and your truth and your clarity.
1: Well, wow. that's how I perceive it. So nice, so clear the way you put it. See, I was going to just say that it was actually, and I'm going to add this that when it's not clean, it's in shadow. So it's being in shadow means not only might you not see it, you might not want to see it. Mm. So if somebody holds the mirror and you've been operating in shadow, you, anyone, or I, oftentimes it's hard for us to swallow the pill that says, yes, I do that. I'm responsible for that. At first, we want to run away and go, I'm not doing that. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I would never do that. So one of my ways of doing it, it's so funny, what I used to do and I have to guard myself from doing it. I'm very abundant. Like I, you know, like I know a million people and I have connections everywhere. And, you know, I just have a lot of resources. It's how I have built my life. It's not that I I wasn't born with a gold or silver spoon in my mouth, but I have lots of resources. And it's hard for me to not want to share them all with people. And when I have a lover... It would be hard for me to not like just bestow all these resources on this person, and lo and behold, one day I realized that was a way of hooking. (laughs) Like didn't need me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good clarity. Yeah. I had to I have to like slap my own hand cuz it's still hard. I'm very generous. I love people and I love to like you know, I feel like I have been well cared for in life. People have been wonderful and generous with me, although not doesn't just say I haven't worked on. I've worked very hard, but uh and long. But I just like I just have so much and <laughs> I have to stop myself sometimes and go like just don't be that Shut up, you know like keep keep this information back for a while um don 't let anybody need you or count on you for for certain things don't don't shower them like wait, they can wait. I have to do that sometimes, so I just have to say that because I 'm clear that that could be it could set up a codependent situation, which I definitely don't want mm.
2: and the the twist and that 's how like it seems to work for so many people, if not all, is that the twist is the parts I feel that you have the most shadow in are actually also have the potential for the most light and that we can get like we can become aware of Um, shadows playing out in certain areas of our life. Like to me, my sexual energy had a lot of shadows that I needed to clean out. But it then also became, now that it's clean, a gift and a transmission to other people of clean sexual energy. And so... It, like Once I cleaned out the shadows, there was more light in it. So your generosity has shadow and so much light. And it's really important that as we clean it out, we don't make it all wrong and just throw it out. Like we need to untwist the twist and then on the other side, have the light without the unclean part.
1: Exactly. So well said. So here's the thing. Um, so how... So how do we shed the light on all this shadow stuff? How do, we, like, how do we go in there and clean that up? Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this. <laughs> okay. So um,
2: one of the things that I did is um, I went on a two-month sex and flirting fast So my um, soul guided me to do it. And basically what I wanted to do was stop the exchange of sexual energy in general. So I wasn't allowed to even like share my sexual energy with another person for two months. And Like it was so interesting to see how I walked like in the next three days after I decided to do that, I had a plumber come to my house and a locksmith come to my house, which is like (gasps) such, um, typical men helping me, me needing to exchange my sexual energy for that, despite the fact that they actually get paid for it. Mm -hmm. And then I also went to a restaurant and noticed that I switched on my sexual energy and went to hook this waiter as soon as I arrived to get the best table in a restaurant that was pretty much empty and I could have asked for anywhere I wanted to see it. I couldn't believe how ingrained this was and how much I was actually sharing my sexual energy in exchange for what I wanted um, without even realizing it.
1: Yeah, it's unconscious. And then you got conscious because you, st- you said to yourself, stop it. So you got really conscious of how, where it was usually in operation. It had you, you didn't have it. Like it was absolutely your knee jerk reaction.
2: Yeah. Yep. And then what I did is I made it so obvious. Like I brought it even more into the conscious by calling it out no matter who I was with. So, I mean, not with the waiter, like I would have been a bit <laughs> insane, but if I was with someone and I felt a sexual energy start to come up. Um, and that it started to leave my body and go into theirs, I would actually call that out and I would say, so right now I feel like my sexual energy is coming over to your side of defense and that's not okay with me. And right now I'm going to call it back. And I just kept bringing the shadow into the light.
1: That is so great. I love that you did that. That's wonderful. Wow. Okay. So this is, these are really good tips for people because they can do the same thing. Like I, I find myself now, like sometimes I get down to some very base layers of shame. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm interacting sexually with my partner and I call that out instead of just noticing it for myself. So I'll notice like if I'm doing something, you know, so it's a different aspect of it, but it's still shame is what in some ways keeps the mechanisms going, you know, the, yeah. the hooks and things going. So sometimes we'll be together, we'll be intimate, and I'll notice that something feels really good to me, and I'll start pulling away. And mm. I, he doesn't say to me what's going on. Like, all of a sudden, I'll just go, I noticed I was pulling away. And he'll say, yeah, you were. What's that about? And I'll go, shame. and then he'll say well where do you think it's from it's it's so young like i'm six right now i'm six or seven and something i don't i can't find the incident but i can find where that thought pattern and that pulling back from shame got put into my body So that's, that's what I'm working on, but it's the same process that you're talking about. Like all of a sudden you're sitting and going, my sexual energy went to that side of the table. I'm calling it back. I love that. I I totally love that.
2: Oh, right now I'm in so much, like so much love is pouring through my body, hearing you speak like that, Laurie, like, and that's if it's clean vulnerability, the way that you just expressed that, the natural response in other people is just so much love and light pouring through their body. Like Anyone listening, I bet as you heard Laurie say that, that you just had like, oh, I just want (laughs) to love you response. And so yeah, the ego tells us that if we share those things out loud, that um, people will uh, reject us. And so what we do is reject ourselves and not share them and create separation, which is what the ego wants. But instead, if I notice myself wanting to hold back something, my first response after that is, Hey, I wanted to let you know that my ego actually didn't want me to talk to you right now. So here I am connecting.
1: Here we go. (laughs) Even if it's like the scariest thing in the world. That is so good. Yeah. I find that the more vulnerable I am about all of it is like, I'm really uncovering, I'm down to some in myself in terms of shame, I'm down to some really primal layers. Like I call it, um, sexual blueprint, The place where I first learned about my bodily feelings and then um, came to know what the consequences would be (laughs) if I had those Mm -hmm. bodily feelings. (laughs) Like for myself or in public or with someone or whatever, you know, that stuff is very deeply ingrained and I call it my original blueprint. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll just go blueprint, 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 like beep, 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 beep. And and that's how I can uh, say it and give it some light and some air to breathe. And then it doesn't hold me in a particular place anymore. So it's similar because some of that stuff is what guided me into my codependency, Um, you know, early traumatic stuff. Anyway, we're going to take a break here. And then when we come back, um, I want to uh, focus a little bit on uh, clearing other people's energy from us. If you have some, ideas and tips about that. And then we'll find out how people can get in touch with you and uh, what you're offering. So people can be looking for that and they can go searching on the internet for you. So if you have tuned in just late in the show, this is Lori Handlers. I'm interviewing Kiara O'Leary and we are, I mean, we're connecting in a way that's special and, um, and very intimate on this show. And um, I'm hoping that you're going to get the most out of it because uh, this conversation we're having holds a lot for everybody that I know and probably those of you that I don't know too. So please stay tuned. We're coming right back. Hi, you know, I want to talk to you seriously about going on vacation To me, vacation is really important, and I want to be somewhere that really stimulates me and really is fun. I want to tell you about a vacation you can come on where you can deepen your intimacy while also being at the perfect vacation. I'm talking about an all-inclusive vacation with a nude beach and a prude beach and an exceptional nightlife. In really fun classes, every day, I will take you deeper and deeper into couples, sensuality, intimacy, and enhanced communication. My classes include things like making love in the unknown, making sex last longer, sex magic, and intimate massage techniques. This year, I'll be teaming up with Michael Gibson to offer just-add skill for men and goddess massage. He and I will both offer private sessions On all these topics and more. So, you're asking when? October 13th to the 20th. The location is Hedonism 2 Resort in Negril, Jamaica. I really want you to come on this vacation with me. I'm not kidding. It changed my life to be in an environment like Hedonism. So, to book, call Tom's Trips. The number is 800 285 0853. That's 800-285-0853. You have to say that you're with me, Laurie Handlers. Please book right away because accommodations are going fast. And this is really a dream vacation.
0: So many times you've heard Laurie talk about emotional release on this show. She says over and over again how important it is for you and your loved ones. Now you can do emotional release in the privacy of your own home. And you can practice Latihan too, meditation that prepares you for making love in the unknown. In her CD, Shamanic Release and Ladihan, she creates a safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work Lori is known for in her Butterfly Workshops courses. Lori sets you up with the proper positioning and breathing. Then she guides you through each emotional state to the beat of tribal African rhythms. This CD actually provides an easy way to do emotional clearing work on a regular basis. Order your copy of Shamanic Release and Lottie Han today and watch your relationships walk free of emotional baggage. To order your copy, go to ButterflyWorkshops.com right now.
1: As a sex and happiness coach, I understand that increased sexual participation intensifies sexual responsiveness and desire, as well as overall health and well-being. My experience with the Sibian has personally increased my sexual response, and I can now train women to use this machine to have peak orgasms as often as possible. I strongly believe this will add to their health and well-being whether they have a partner or not. The beauty and the miracle of the human body is that it adapts and changes much more rapidly than people change their beliefs or their opinions. The recipient can make any woman's body more resilient with each peak orgasm. Sibian is an amazing experience, often described as the Lamborghini of sex toys. If you're a woman and you can get yourself to look at Sibian, you should do so. It won't take away from your partner. It will only add, trust me on this, I love my Sibian. Go to Sibian.com. That's S-Y-B-I-A-N dot com. Or call 1-800-253-6135. That's 800-253-6135. And say Lori Handler's told you about Sibian. And by the way, if you do have a partner, ask about Venus for Men. That's Venus, V-E-N-U-S for Men. This is Sex and Happiness, and I'm Laurie Handlers, and my guest today is Kiara O'Leary, and she, I mean, in my, in my introduction, I said that she was one of the hundred women to watch, one of the hundred femmes to watch and um, in 2018, and I can see it. I can see why. I can see how your gifts are unraveling for you and unfolding. I don't mean unraveling. I mean unfolding and Getting bigger, I imagine you're going to be somebody to watch in 2019, 2020, 2021. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Crying at the beginning of the year it doesn't really matter. Like um, you have gifts to to offer us, Kara. What would you say to people who know that they have a lot of other people's energy that they were hooked by, or hooked themselves by, and it's still inside their body, either in the form of Um, you know old sperm or old you know ejaculate fluid or just uh, the touch of another or the kiss of another just not only the energy but the actual materialization of another being what would you say would be a way to clear that Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I
2: have to like calm myself down. So I, I would love to address first like this in between where I cleaned that out and where I cleaned um myself out even more doing this. And then I'd love to share my technique for clearing anything. Okay. Oh, can we do that? Great. Awesome. So in that process where I was labeling when I had, um, unclean sexual energy, what I also learned to do was label someone else's unclean sexual energy. And in the personal development field and, um, spiritual world, there can be uh, a real like no, no around labeling someone else's unclean stuff Mm. because it's your projection and you should like, do the work on the inside to clean it out. Um, and I was so caught up in that actually just let me first say that's true. It is your projection. You should look at, um, what's going on inside of you. And I was, I was cleaning my own need out but to really face my own need, I had to look the person in the eye who I had this need of and wanted to fill my need with and say, it's not okay that you try to hook me right now. Like that was the most powerful way that I could face my own need and call out to this shadow. And I feel that, um, One of the ways that we create the empath and narcissist dynamic is these deeply sensitive, intuitive beings who just like kind of turn everything in on side, inside of themselves mm. and make themselves wrong and try to fix themselves so that the world changes. And what we need to realize is the way that the world changes, the way that we empower ourselves is to speak up and to tell the person who's trying to steal our power and steal our energy in that moment that it's not okay. And that's how we can clean out a lot of unclean stuff.
1: Okay, so that's in the present, though. That's like if I know that somebody's trying to take my energy, that's first of all, I have to be really aware (laughs) because I remember a time when I didn't realize all that. I mean, I once went to a tantric gathering and someone gave me a neck massage and I came away with a headache and Mm -hmm. I couldn't figure out what had just happened and then I realized, oh... That person put some energy on me, and um, I don't know whether they meant to or they didn't mean to. It really didn't matter to me. It just was like I had a headache. Uh, yeah. So I, so that's like in the present tense. I could have said no, thank you to the to the neck massage, or I could have a boundary and say, you know what, I don't want to really hug you. I'm going to just bow and say namaste.
2: Yes. Or while you're getting the head massage or neck massage in that moment, you call out the shadow. So what happens if you actually want to connect with the person, you generally, if we're not empowered to call out the intuitive stuff, the energetic stuff, we just say no to the form altogether because we don't know how to deal with it. And that creates separation. But in that moment, you could say, Hey, what I'm feeling is that you're putting like some kind of energy. Like, I don't know what was happening at the time, but Mm -hmm. um, in the form of the sexual hook, I feel like you just tried to hook me sexually just then. And I don't appreciate it. And I don't support it at all. And I would love for you to do some work to clean that out in yourself. And I want you to know that I love the entire being of you. And so we can you know, I can help support that process of cleaning out if you like, if that's someone that you
1: want to do that with. Yeah. Well, for me, I would probably be doing that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I just know that it's a lot. I mean, there's just people who whether they're talking or touching or whatever they're doing, there's a lot of times I need to back away. Like I just go, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, no. Um, So, yeah, I I find that I am saying that a lot, and I see what you're saying is, like, it's even more. It requires even more communication.
2: Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the the point that we're all here on the planet together is to help clean each other out. And that if we can identify and label the unclean energy, it actually like allows it to come into the light and to be healed. And then that we can be in a deeper place of connection after Mm -hmm. that's labeled.
1: That's wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, good. And then for the past, is there anything for past energy? Yes. Um, do the same
2: thing, identify it and label it. So go back. So once I realized I went back to the people that had sexually hooked me and really taken me out of my power, like a tantric master who like penetrated me energetically without my consent. Um, and I wrote him an email and explained how I felt and like gave the energy back to him. So I could sit there and like clean out the energy myself. And I did. And I also gave his energy back to him in the form of that energetic transfer of an email. And
1: that was really powerful, really beautiful. And no blame just like here's the energy back. I don't want it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And fully recognizing that I've got this stuff myself. I have Mm -hmm. unconscious shadowy stuff even now that I have no idea about. And the only way that I found my own unclean sexual energy was through hits from other people. I could not have found it myself. I needed the truth of my Sangha, my spiritual family and my friends to come in and let their truth clean me out. And so that was another way that I cleaned out is like taking the hits and letting them say things that felt like attack to me, but were actually them addressing this program inside of me that made them feel, um, unsafe. And like they wanted to disconnect from me. So the truth is a very powerful thing and it has an energetic hit behind it that cleans out, um, you and them at the same time, if you share it,
1: Well, this is brilliant, Kara. This has been a wonderful, wonderful conversation, so useful, so mm-hmm. practical, so not difficult, like easy if somebody chooses to put it into practice mm-hmm. um i I really want to thank you now what what how can people find you, and what are you doing? Or what do you do? Do you offer sessions or what? So that people can know how they can connect with you.
2: Thank you so much. Can I share one more thing? Because I feel it like burning inside of me. Um, Is that if you're wanting to do this work, like you said, it takes so much awareness. And if you're not in your body while you're around other people, if your energy isn't in your center that's when all of this unconscious stuff can play out and so we really recommend that you focus your energy on your lower dantian so about two or three fingers below your belly button and in the center of your back in your belly um, the front of your belly That's where you want to be placing your attention. And if something takes you out of it, where you suddenly feel all of your energy move from you to someone else, that's an indication that there's something unclean happening and that you need to address. And that's if you stay focused there, you can keep yourself um, aware and cleaning it all out and
1: communicating as it happens. Beautiful. Oh, I forgot to tell you. (laughs) I forgot to tell you that for me, I I take responsibility in advance. So if I'm taking on a new lover or new partner in any particular way of, um, in terms of intimacy and sexuality, not in any, not necessarily a communications partner, but somebody who I'm going to be intimate with uh, in Mm -hmm. the bedroom, I usually tell them in advance that I'm going to probably disrupt their life. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great. I want to
2: come with a public service announcement wrapped on my head. Like you come anywhere near me, I'm going to call you out on your stuff so much and my own that we just won't be the same people
1: on the other side of it. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm like. And people know it. So it's, it's amazing. So I just wanted to say that it's like, you know, caution. The surgeon general says cigarette smoking might cause be able, related to cancer. I say, you know, caution. If you get intimate with me, I might have to say so much to you or it might just be in my transmission. It might not even be anything I say, <laughs> but your whole <laughs> life is going to get disrupted. Be careful.
2: And you know what? The right people for you, we were like, as you said that, I was like, wow, being intimate with her sounds like a real trip. Like The right <laughs> people will be so it, like cold into that. And then the other people who don't want to do that work just...
1: Yep. Okay. Thanks. I'm at, <laughs> yeah, they, run. they run and it's good. They should run away quick. So that's good. <laughs> yes. I wish, yes. I knew, you know, I wish I had that warning label early in life. I mean, then I, I, but what you said is so true. You need all these experiences to trigger and then flush it all out. And if we didn't have that, you know, there are no regrets in life. We shouldn't have any regrets. And so mm-hmm. we need all these experiences to make us who we are. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And when you said about flushing
2: it all out, Mm I, I just have to share, I know that we're finishing up. Um, that my the, the one thing that I use the most, like besides truth speaking Mm -hmm. is talking to the greater intelligence of the universe out loud. So whether you call that God or the universe or um, even your higher self, whatever relationship you have with that greater intelligence, I talk to it out loud and I ask it to clean me out. So if I've been around someone that was unclean or if I became unclean in that moment, I would say great spirit, clean their energy out of my body get your light all the way down into my sacral chakra and clean out that hook because I don't want it anymore. And I'm really direct. And I ask for the light of the universe to come into my body and clean it out. And that is like building that relationship, that personal relationship with the divine mm. transformed my entire life.
1: Fabulous. Fabulous. Okay. So now how do people get in touch with you and what do you have? <laughs> thank you thanks
2: for letting me get it out or I would have been sitting with it all day um yeah so my name again is Chiara O'Leary and people are so welcome to come and find me on Facebook um or Instagram is at Chiara O'Leary underscore and my website is aninspiredlife.com.au and um I do Uh, what I call fierce love healing circles. So we can do like group work to channel the greater intelligence of the universe in through our bodies and clean us out and to drop all of the egoic layers and um, actually be able to find our true essence and our cleaner connection with our soul. Mm. Um, And I also do one-on-one sessions. So I pretty much like, yeah, open up and let that greater intelligence of the universe work through me to hit on all of the places that would take years to find with the mind or even lifetimes. But with the greater intelligence of the universe, you kind of can't like, you're like, Oh, stop. You're seeing too much. Like seems too fast. Um, it's powerful, powerful, um, energetic work. And I would be so honored to serve anyone who feels the call.
1: Wonderful. Kara, thanks so much for being my guest today on Sex and Happiness. It's been thanks. A pleasure. I'm looking forward to actually meeting you, not just on the internet, but meeting you in person. I think we have just a lot of very great energy to share. Mm. So I look forward to that time. Mm. And- and everyone else, please tune in next time. I My guest next time is going to be uh, Crystal Dawn Morris, who is my one of my teaching buddies, my teaching colleague. We teach ISTA courses together, and we are opening up something new called Tantraversity online, and we're going to be doing some online courses, offering them at very reasonable prices, being able to study with us online, because we just... We travel so much, we just can't be everywhere. So we figure if we put ourselves online, you can find us, even if you're in the smallest little podunk town somewhere. Mm-hmm. So uh, so stay tuned or tune in to that. And, um, and again, I thank you with all my heart for being my listeners. There'd be no point in doing this if it wasn't for you. And this is one of the ways that I make a contribution. So thank you so much. This is Laurie Handler saying namaste and signing off for Sex and Happiness.
0: Thank you for joining us today for Sex and Happiness. To learn more about Lori and her work, please go to ButterflyWorkshops.com or follow her on Twitter or Facebook. You can send her an email at happiness at gmail.com. We'll see you again right here next week for another edition of Sex and Happiness. Oh, that-